0: so I hope you enjoy the episodes and feel free to subscribe for your Jewelry Navigator passport, a way to stay up to date with the current episodes and upcoming features. Thanks so much for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hey there and welcome back to the Jewelry Navigator podcast. I don't know where you are, but where I am, spring is starting to show its beautiful appearance. The trees are budding, the flowers are blooming, and I think today's guest is perfect for this. Besides continuing along the same line of topic with celebrating women in Women's History Month, this guest's jewelry is so reminiscent of beautiful blooming jewelry, <laughs> flowers. It's none other than Bella Campbell of Campbellian Collection. I was starstruck when I met her last month in Tucson, and she's just as lovely as her her jewelry is. Originally from Georgia, the former Republic of Russia, Bella immigrated to the U.S. 38 years ago. She overcame language barriers to excel as a fine jewelry designer with seven AGTA Spectrum Awards, which are kind of like the Oscar Awards for jewelry designers, especially colored stones. Bella is motivated by the same innate curiosity that drove her while acquiring a master's degree in physics while she was still in Georgia as she boldly combines unusual gemstone colors and arrangements for jewelry designs that are one-of-a-kind and exclusive within her Cambellian collection. She settled in New York City and worked behind the scenes for major jewelry designers and for a large fine gemstone dealer. She discovered her gift for design through her love of colored gemstones, and from there, she launched Cambellian Collection just four years ago. She finds her designs appeal to women who purchase for themselves and bypass the wait for a gift occasion. Bella is endearing, lovely, and a woman setting an example for those who feel they need to overcome obstacles to fulfill their dreams. You can find Bella's jewelry on her website, and that's N Y C. Here's my visit with Bella. Thank you so much and enjoy the episode. So how are you today?
1: I am basically fine. I'm excited. This is my first podcast. I hope I will do the good job.
0: I'm sure you will. I think it's a really great platform because people are so busy and it's hard to find time to sit down and read a blog post. But the really cool thing about podcasts is that you can listen to them while people are commuting or they're doing housework, so it's a really good portable way to get information. and i've I've had a really good response to them, too. so um, it's I'm just thrilled to be talking to you, and it's going to be really fun sharing your story, too. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about your background and how you got into
1: designing jewelry. Oh, dear. How I got designing jewelry, I basically became a gem dealer while working for Macy's. I met some gem dealers, and I got fascinated by them. And at some point, I was offered the job to run one of the West Coast Company's headquarters in New York. I did it for 28 years. Be a gem dealer, I was able to work with leading American jewelry designers. Sometimes with product development, sometimes with selecting the colors. All the time we cut and Kaiser had a factory. The Kaiser is the company I worked for, worked for before as a gem dealer. We had a factory in Thailand and we were like mostly most innovative gem cutters on the market. And um, while working with, with Kaiser, I started designing for myself and my friends, and my friends' friends, and um, my, rela- my my relatives. And um, at some point, I was encouraged to put my piece for the AGTA Spectrum World competition, and for surprisingly... I won the Spectrum Award for Bridal category, the second place. That was really in- inspiring. So since then, I, I I compete almost every year. And last five years, I was able to get seven Spectrum Awards, which I'm very proud of. And um, being a very successful gem dealer at Kaiser Gems, I was able to like really provide for my family really well but few years ago after 9-11 lots of my customers went overseas to like uh, cut, cut cost I think mm-hmm. and uh, my business and my earnings were going slowly down so at some point I was like um in front of the fact that I wasn't making a living enough to come into New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, my designs, I was designing and my designs were doing well. So I, my go I decided to try not to sell my pieces to accumulate 25 pieces to launch a line. And I launched my line, I think four, four years ago in November. It was a beautiful ceremony. We launched in Plaza Hotel, and lots of press came in, and I got a nice, very nice like coverage by press. And uh, it started rolling, and I basically now I'm dual designer. I left tech, my 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 general, general dealer company like I resigned three years ago in April, mm-hmm. and I'm 100 percent designing now, which is lots of fun. I bet it is. yeah,
0: let's go backwards a little bit and tell me what your career was well tell me tell me wherever you're from originally because I don't know any of your history. I,
1: I am from Georgia, okay Georgia is used to be a, one of the republics of Russia. I came to this country like thirty eight years ago, okay, and uh, my was like, you know, for a few years I couldn't speak English. It was very difficult because I'm, I love people. I love to communicate. And for me not to be able to communicate, it was very difficult. But luckily I learned English. With difficulties or not, I learned it. And then I met my husband, who's a Scotsman, and he's still teaching me English. So it's my son here who's almost 13 years old.
0: Oh, so you said your husband's from Scotland?
1: Yes, he was born in Scotland. He came to the United States almost the same time as I do, but we met 26 years ago.
0: (laughs) Did you meet in New York? Yes, we met in New York, yes. Okay. Oh, I love it. I love that your story involves... You know, really making your way in a new country where, like you said, you didn't know the language, that's such an intimidating handicap, I'm sure. And
1: plus Um, that we didn't really have a lot of money. We were sponsored by Jewish organization. But for us, too, we we had the one studio, three sisters, and sometimes we lived on one dollar per day. The dollar per day was a lot of money, like a, a long time ago. You could buy oranges and rice with mm-hmm. carrots. So, for sometimes you only lived on oranges and rice with carrots and black pepper. It's quite it's quite tasty dish, by the way. Then I don't <laughs> have to bake the bread because bread was very expensive. <laughs> I make very good bread. I'm a very good baker. <laughs> and <very> good-
0: <laughs> I guess jewelry design and baking go well together.
1: I think they do because <laughs> it's like basically you have to experiment and find new things. And I think I would I would say if you're a good jewel designer, you are a good baker as well. And so it's cook, but it's like I love baking because of my son. I wanted him to have a a traditional family where mother is home and makes dinners and makes the cakes and all sorts of lovely dishes. Because I I had that with my my family and I wanted him to have the same one. So I, I try to improve myself all the time. That's great. The
0: predominance of women as designers and leaders in the jewelry industry, it's becoming easier and easier for us to break into. But at the same time, if you have a family, there's that balance you have to strike. It makes it makes our stories um, have deeper meaning. More colorful, yeah. yes. because we do have, we do still have that responsibility, and you know we take it to heart. I know I do. I have.
1: I um, do too. I uh, do. Yeah. I do. My, my first, most important role in my life is to be a mom. Mm-hmm because that's that's the child is depends on you, and you have to it's it's easy. it's not easy to bring the child to the world, but it's a lot of responsibility to raise the child and, and it's not finished just giving the birth, you have to continue and try to give that person everything you could give, so I always basically I always try to be best I could be because I want my son to be proud of me.
0: Oh I'm sure he is and he I'm sure he's going to turn out to be a wonderful young man being nurtured I
1: hope so I mm-hmm. hope so. that's what, that's the parents biggest achievement to have a successful and happy child
0: Yes exactly that's what we all want What were you doing before you got into jewelry
1: Oh, basically, I just graduated and I got the master's degree in physics and I came to this country. I I never worked as a physicist. I just was educated as a one, but I wanted to find out workings of universe, which I still do. I am very curious. I I experiment a lot. Mm-hmm. And now I experiment with the gemstones. I take two, three or more color stones to make the combinations of the colors to create the new looks, to enhance the one, one, of, one with the other. And, uh, I strongly, but I strongly believe in principle, that less is more in my old designs. You know, all the time I design something and I always abstract something because sometimes it's like it happens to be I'm very exuberant. I love the color, so I put too much, but end of it, I always take something out to make more simple. Less is more. It's more elegant. And I try to design the pieces that women could wear, they a to into the night with jeans or with black dress to be elegant and make women feel beautiful. It empowers women. My secret is that if women puts the earrings, my earrings or my jewelry, and it makes her so beautiful that if she could afford my piece, she usually buys it for herself. It's for it's made for women. I I don't have a main customer. Mostly my jewelry is purchased by a woman for herself.
0: Okay. Most of the time. It's really beautiful. And you know how excited I got when I met you and I saw your jewelry. I remember seeing your jewelry on Instagram. And I love color, too. I think um, I appreciate diamonds, and I, I like how they look and how they accent jewelry. Of course, But the color stones just, they they win my heart all the time. And the way you combine colors, and I love how you say you're constantly experimenting and how your science background obviously contributes to how you come up with your designs because
1: of the color combination. Yes, because it's experimenting. It's always experimenting yeah because it's like just to dare and push the envelope to do some new things that nobody could ever thought to put the put the the colors together. I made the last year I made a earring with the guru like uh grape garments, uh kind of violet color garnets. garments. I combined them with the red spinels and orange sapphires, and everybody was amazed how you dare to combine these three colors together. But it was very pleasing
0: to the eye. I love that kind of experimentation where it's unexpected. You wouldn't expect to see those colors together. And, I mean, it's obviously working, especially since you've, You've won how many Spectrum Awards
1: so far? Seven. I won seven Spectrum Awards. And uh, three years ago, I won the one of the biggest awards for Best Use of Color. I'm very proud of that. That's... I think it's like almost as the Oscars for the best movie. I'm very proud of that achievement.
0: Very you proud. should be. That's, that's wonderful. And that's a perfect description. It is like the Oscars for the jewelry trade.
1: I think it is. I think it is. It's, a, it's a, one of the most influential competitions on the market for color stones. Right. And lots right. of very talented designers participate. Mm-hmm. I think what I think, in my opinion, color stones are still best kept secret. Everybody mm-hmm. talks about diamonds, rubies, sapphires, and emeralds, but people should know that, for for example, for emeralds. It's very rare to get very clean emerald, and then it's very expensive, but you could have very clean uh, sourite garnet. And it's as beautiful, even prettier than emerald, I think, or the blue sapphire. Like Kashmir color, blue sapphire is so rare, but you could find the blue tanzanite as beautiful as cashmere color blue sapphire Or the ruby The ruby could be phenomenally Expensive Natural color ruby Clean and red But you could have these red spinels Right still, still fraction of the ruby price And as beautiful as the ruby So I think that stones That This four, besides this four, is the best kept secret. But people are getting more used to it and more accepting of the colors. And I am as a color ex gem dealer and jewelry designer. I try to design with those colors are less known to the market. It's getting more and more more and more accepted and more and more known. I love that about you. I love
0: that you're willing to take chances. And it's also educating people about these unusual stones. And Savorite happens to be one of my favorite stones.
1: Garnets basically are one of the underappreciated stones, except that specialized garnets. People know more demantoid and samurai, but there's so many other colors of garnets. Garnets come almost in every color except blue. I have not seen blue garnet. Just couple, a couple of years ago, it was a violet color garnet. Purple is one of my favorite colors.
0: Right, yeah. No, I agree with you. I think garnet is definitely coming into its own. So what are some of your favorite pieces to wear that you wear yourself?
1: Oh, when I launched my collection, I I launched with the mismatch collection. I'm the, I, I was one of the first people to do mismatch pieces. Uh-huh. And one of the mismatch pieces, Is my earring for day and night? I only wear that piece, I think, because it's mine. It has the six colors of mixed uh, panels. When I did a piece, panels for very little known stone, Mm -hmm. but I really like the panels. There's the blue, pink, neon pink, red panels inside and purple panels inside, and I still have those, those earrings. I wear them all the time. When I create the new pieces, I, sometimes I try them on, but not all the time. I don't look at them as my. I look at them that it's not for me, it's for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Just like my creation for somebody else to look beautiful in it. <laughs> but I don't even try them on me. I like to see on somebody else, though.
0: Yes.
1: Sometimes mm-hmm. I find the young girls to try them on. And I take the pictures and I post them because it's I like to see them on other people. Uh-huh. So, and I have my favorite moonstone ring. Well, well, it's like we should talk about my one of the most beloved stones is the moonstone. Mm-hmm. I have this most incredible rainbow moonstone. It has all colors of rainbow, and then I never get tired of looking into that rainbow moonstone. Because it gives all all sorts of colors. everywhere weather. My all different kind of ones. It always changes. It's never the same. And it's mesmerizing. It really And is. I have some garnet carnitivist. So pink and red spinel ring. Which is also mine. Then I have a couple of pearl earrings. And that's it. I don't have anything else. That's what I wear day and night. And uh, I... Rest of the jewelry I design it's not for me, it's for somebody else to wear. Okay.
0: Yeah. You, know? well, you have really strong willpower because I wouldn't I don't know that I'd be able to <laughs> create some of the jewelry that you create and then <laughs> and then sell it. It would be hard really hard for me to not keep some of the things that you create.
1: Yes. Yeah. I know, I know what you mean exactly. I don't design for myself. I design for the woman who would, I want to make her happy and make her pretty. And uh, I feel very, very happy with my, my earrings I have. Sometimes sometimes they go really fast, Brenna. Within two, three months. Sometimes I have them for a year or two. So they come home twice or three times per year. And I see them, I picture them, I photograph them, sometimes I change the store, because if they don't sell in one store, they might sell in another store. So mm-hmm. I send them to different homes, and, and then they sell, and I'm happy for them, because they find a forever home. I'm really happy. It's like children, you cannot keep them for yourself. Exactly, you raise them you, you raise them, then you have to let them go to make right. life of themselves. So I consider them my children. I have a story that's so that earrings I told you that won the best of the color color three years ago, I think Spectrum award. the very reputable electioner from Arizona purchased the earrings that year when it 's won. And uh, I have not seen them for three years this year in Tucson, they were showing the earrings, and uh, i when I saw them, I think my my ear my face light up like seeing my look child <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Next to them. I was really happy to see them because most of them my pieces when they sold i don't I don't have a chance to see them unless they sold to my friends or my relatives or my sisters then I have a chance to see them again and again but most of them they when they leave home they leave home they're gone I don't see them again it was so nice to see them oh that's a great story
0: I'm looking at your, your 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 earrings that earned awards which ones which ones are they that you saw
1: the green earrings. It's a neon blue green rectangular earrings, rectangular stones surrounded with the emeralds in a yellow eighteen carat gold with diamond accent.
0: Okay, I'll have to look at. I'll have to look for those. You'll have to. Um... I, I could
1: send you the picture. I could Perfect. send you the picture. Perfect.
0: Okay, perfect, because what I'll do along with the podcast is I'll do a coordinating blog post so that then everybody oh. who's listening can go to my website and see the jewelry that we've been talking about and the colored stones oh, that you okay.
1: use. Oh, yeah. okay. So, I'll, yep,
0: yeah, so yep, I will do that as a follow-up uh, part to the podcast. So I love how you're Your designer name, Campbellian, combines your last name and your son's name. That's so special.
1: You know what? I told you the big secret. It's my son's last name and his first name, Campbellian. Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Basically, he's almost 13 years old, Anne. And I tell you, he's the love of my life. He's my inspiration. He makes me to want to be the best mom in the world. <laughs> Ian is my biggest fan, and he's my biggest critic, along with my husband, here. Sometimes when I work, most of the times I design at night, he comes and sits next to me, and we discuss the gems and color combinations and shape combinations. And he says, Mom, don't do this. Mom, don't do that. Mom, do this. Try this. And then I have a story to tell about Ian's input in my work. When in second grade, he had a pottery project and he made a dish and he painted in two colors of blue. He combined cobalt blue with turquoise blue. It inspired me to make the earring combining tanzanite with the blue zircon. The earring was so successful that... We sold the earrings by the phone on the day we launched the line. And Ian was very proud of it. I was very proud of Ian. Then I made the second pair of earrings combining the same colors and sold it in two, three months. Tell you the truth, I didn't make the third one because I usually don't repeat my color combination, I always go forward. I try with new combinations, but I thought that that was a good story to show what Ian does for me. Well,
0: is there anything else you'd like to share with us about your your the gemstones that you choose or the collections? Are you, do you have a new collection coming out?
1: You know what? I basically, the, the way I design, I design around the stones. Okay, This year I did something different. I experimented with moonstones. Well, moonstones are one of the most fascinating for me, the stone. I like them clean with lots of colors. I like the rainbow moonstones, and I like the royal blue moonstones. So what I did, I combined the moonstones with different colors of the gemstones to, to, to make the different kind of effects. Effect. Like you remember the earrings I, made, I showed you at the show. It was a rainbow moonstone combined with uh, periwinkle color of the sapphires. Mm-hmm. And then that periwinkle colors picked up the pink inside the moonstone, and moonstone start looking more pinkish. gave a little bit of magical feeling to the, that creation. I did um, combine the rainbow moonstone with the orange topaz, and the also stone start center stone the uh, moonstone start looking more orangey. I combined with rubies. I did combine with the denim blue, subfiles, which made enchanting color combination. Mm-hmm. I am I am working on the bracelet now. I feel like with with my work experience. I, as a woman, I like earrings and I like sometimes rings. Mm-hmm. I I work with my hands so that. Bracelets usually not very comfortable to work with. So I never thought about designing bracelets, but I had a meeting with one of the best stores in the world. Mm-hmm. She really liked my line. And she said, as a merchandiser, I cannot really make display with your jewelry without having a neck piece and a bracelet or two on a display. So for me to follow my dream, I designed, um, I already designed a bracelet. I have not designed a necklace. It's okay. It doesn't come overnight for me. It Mm -hmm. takes time, but uh, I'm working on a bracelet right now. It's already designed in the works. I hope that it's going to be finished like within a month or so. Mm -hmm. And then I will work on a necklace, and maybe I'll have a really incredible news for me to launch my jewelry in one of the best stores in the world. It's which which like um, would be incredible if it happens. It would be incredible for me. And you know, guess what? I think it's a trend of this year is that men gonna wear jewelry, more jewelry also. Right. Which like it's like interesting concept for us to design for men colored stone jewelry. I have to think about that. And what else I should advise? I think I should advise. To dream and plan and don't take no for answers. Mm. No. Yes, that's
0: really good advice. I loved visiting with you, and I loved hearing about your background. And getting to meet you was special, but hearing your story makes it even more special. So I really thank you. Thank you so you. very much. I
1: appreciate you, yeah. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Bella. I really enjoyed talking with with you. All right, I'll be in touch. You have a great day.
1: Okay. Goodbye.
0: Okay. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed hearing Bella's story. She truly is a woman leading with a passion. She loves to share the knowledge she has about gemstones and what inspires her to make her creations. Next week. because we're in the thick of spring break travel and maybe some people are taking cruises, I'm going to be touching on some tips on how to keep yourself safe as well as your personal belongings like your jewelry. I have some flight attendant friends who are going to be helping me with this and share some of her and their best tips on what you can do to keep your personal belongings safe and some things that you might not have been aware of. So please stay tuned and make sure that you subscribe to the Jewelry Navigator Passport so you can stay up to date to the newest releases. And I'll be sharing some more surprises in the upcoming weeks. Thanks so much. Until next time, make sure your safety clasps are nice and tight and your earring backs don't fall off. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.